catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, May 16th. I'm Reagan Knight, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Two bald eagles were released into the wild on Thursday in the vicinity of Payne's Prairie in Micanopy. I spoke with WFT's Elliot Trito about how these magnificent birds were nursed back to health after being found as babies. So how many eagles were released and who set them free? Two uh, eagles that were uh, released into the wild uh, near Payne's uh, Prairie. Uh, this was help from, um, from uh, three people. It was uh, Mary Ellen Cross and Bubba and Ingrid Scales from the uh, Audubon Eagle Watch Project. Uh, this project is part of the uh, National Audubon Society program, which uh, helps train uh, volunteers to find bald eagles' nests, collect some data to see how long they've been there and, and how they follow the trees or what, what are, if uh, they need to be uh, rehabilitated if they're injured or sometimes they fall out of the nest too early and, but they're, they don't have enough strength. Um, then they're able to see if, it, if they're able to take the eagle to be rehabilitated and then later uh, release into the wild. How were the eagles found and do they have names? One named uh, Feisty Mike, and the other one uh, was not given a name. But uh, basically, what I can say is that Mary Ellen Cross, uh, who's been a volunteer for five eagle nesting seasons, found out about the project in an advertisement in Gainesville. She found that, I believe she found uh, Feisty Mike, which was in late March near Payne's Prairie Visitor Center. And the other one was from Bub and Ingrid Scales, who uh, found uh, the other one uh, on the east side of uh, Noonan's Lake in late April. It was actually in um, someone's backyard, actually, and it was uh, at like a doghouse. Yeah, it was found there. So then they were they were to get the animal and get uh, get the other the unnamed eagle. And uh, both of them were at different times. Uh, were both taken to the University of Florida College of Veterinary Medicine. Um, and then from there, once uh, they went to the Audubon Center for Birds of Prey in uh, Maitland. Um, and then from there, uh, I want to say when, uh, when I did the story, uh, Mary Ellen Cross and um, uh, both the scales went together, took a carpool, went to Maitland, got the animals, um, came back, uh, drove like, a, I want to say an hour and 45 minutes to go to Micanopy, uh, where they uh, released uh, both animals into the wild. So how can people reach out to the Audubon Eagle Watch Project, and where are they based out of? Can people in Florida join this organization? Um, they could be reached through to the website. I would say is the best way to contact them. That's the Audubon Eagle Watch um, Project on the website to be volunteered, and they're always accepting applicants. And basically the, the whole point is they are affiliated in Florida, and they are, um, I'm reading their thing right now, and they said that there's about 400 dedicated volunteers. They're really looking to nest like over 400. I want to say they have like 400 eagles to make sure because um, the bald eagles really were um, at a point when, it was ex extinction at one point uh, twice. And it was back in the late 1880s, uh, sorry, 1800s rather, um, and uh, because it was hunting, and then back in the 1950s when it was by DDT. Um, which was the pesticide used. So this, though, you know, eagles, uh, I believe, are they're off the endangered species list. They're off the federal list of the th threatened and endangered species list in 2007, and um, they're okay, and they're, they're, you know, everything has been, they're, um, you know, they're good to go, but they still want to attend to it because, you know, the eagle is the, um, 
we, it is our a symbol of our nation, and so people want to make sure that you know that you know it's doing okay. It's 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 okay, and it's um it's basically volunteership people who want to dedicate their time to making sure that they can preserve, they can make sure that the eagles are be able to still be able to get back into the wild and be able to be rehabilitated as they need. So, what emotions did you see and feel when the eagles were released back into the wild? I would say the be- the emotions I saw was. They felt very peaceful. I would say a uplifting experience. Uh, there was other people there. There was also a um, there was a rehabilitator that was there to make sure that you know the process went well, um, to make sure that everything was going to go okay. Just to have someone oversee everything to make sure everything was okay. And then um, it was very uplifting and it was very peaceful at the same time. It was once it was uh, the birds were released. Uh, once the eagles were released. They were very like you know like I remember when someone said goodbye, and other persons were like wow this is great and it was just like we had like this it was like this uh, like no I didn't hear any sound except for the flaps of the wings flying away so I thought that was really nice and it, it was it was beautiful. That was WFT's Elliot Trito on the two bald eagles that were released back into the wild. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Hundreds of pro-abortion rights demonstrators marched in Gainesville on Saturday. According to WFT News, Planned Parenthood of South, East, and North Florida organized the Bands of Our Bodies rally in response to the leaked initial draft Supreme Court majority opinion that strikes down the Roe v. Wade decision. This resulted in over 600 pro-abortion demonstrators that marched down from Bodigley Plaza to Cora P. Robertson Park. The Marion County Board of County Commissioners approved an ordinance that establishes a procedure by which certain designated areas with existing septic systems would be converted to sewer in order to help reduce pollution in the aquifer, which feeds Marion County's water resources and provides drinking water. According to the Ocala Gazette, benefits to connecting include reduction of contamination to the aquifer and waterways, elimination of septic tank maintenance for the homeowner, as well as quality installation by Marion County approved contractors. A judge's ruling that a new congressional map drawn by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis staff is unconstitutional has been appealed by the state. Thursday's notice of appeal came hours after Circuit Judge Lane Smith issued an injunction to prevent the DeSantis map from being used in the November election. He instead ordered that a map drawn by a Harvard professor who testified for the plaintiffs should be used, but the state's appeal keeps the DeSantis map in place. New records are being set again at Florida's gas pumps. The statewide average price for gasoline reached a new record high of $4.49 per gallon on Sunday. AAA reports that this beats the previous record of $4.38 set back in March. The Florida Public Archaeology Network strives to uncover lost history hidden away in forgotten graveyards. According to WFSU, the Archaeology Network says that there are seven to 8,000 unrecorded cemeteries in the state of Florida. They believe that by finding these sites will help uncover lost chapters of Florida history. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Reagan Knight, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.